What's good, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Haze Experience. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, we're currently on Podbean right now, exclusively on Podbean. You can catch this episode on Spotify after it's, after it's published. Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, iTunes, anywhere you can stream a podcast that make sure you like share subscribe tell your friends tell your people you can also get your merch at the hazeexperience.com with christmas is coming up if you want to get you and your lady something for christmas a hoodie mask anything because we're still in covid season go ahead and do that stay safe out here in these trees do rag what up what it do what's going on y'all Ain't nothing. Nice. Chilling, man. I'm about to say, man, let's get this joint jumping. Let's get some. It's overreaction Monday, man. We see some crazy things transpire over the weekend in the sports world. So, but before we get that jumping, man, I just want to say real quick, real quick. You, I know it's not easy for a lot of people to admit this, but hey, man, we all got our mental health struggles and everything. I'm, I'm bipolar. I'm PTSD, ADD. All anything that, that anything that you can say that's wrong with you, I probably got it and everything. And hey, man, it's okay to talk to somebody, man, if you're feeling some type of way. Because I know firsthand for experience, if you don't talk to nobody, those emotions can over can and can overwhelm you. So hey, man, like I said, if y'all going through it mentally, tell them, son. If y'all going through it mentally, man. Don't be. You're welcome. Don't be scared to speak out with nobody, man. Just hey, man. We don't need nobody losing their life for anything because of mental issues. And, hey, man, you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't be able to talk just because you got mental issues. So, hey, man, just want to bring awareness to that real quick. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. But nevertheless, though, it's overreaction Monday. And let's get down to the business, my guy. You already know. You already know how we coming this week, man. It's overreaction Monday. We're about to, we're about to come in hot with the sugar, honey, iced tea, man. We'll, we'll start off in the world's most popular and most profitable league, the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So, on a minor note, before we get into the teeth of what happened Sunday, the Panthers fired Joe Brady on his day off. Yeah, About was damn was time. Go ahead, man. I didn't mean to talk over you, man. I just had to get that about damn time off my chest. You was talking. Hey, look. It's like you want it. You were talking about that shit last week. How uh, he was playing like he was still a, he he was still doing this college football shit, man. So, you know, hopefully, who do you, do you have anybody in that position to fill it? We got the uh, assistant offensive coordinator. I forgot his name. Don't uh, so I don't want to butcher it or or give anybody the wrong. Inter- I think it's Knox or something like that. He's a. Uh, He's going to be filling in that role for him. So he's going to be calling the plays and everything. Hopefully we get some some understanding and an actual game plan and consistency during some of these calls instead of it being third and one and we're trying to throw the ball 40 yards down the field at our own 20. So nevertheless, good luck, good luck to Joe Brady and anything that you uh, want to get into. Uh, I would take a year off personally because after the uh, performance that you put down, yeah, I, I, I would take a year off because you you look bad, bro. Take a year off, let let you become a hot commodity again. Find find somewhere to go in college. 
I was just about to ask that question. If he, you think he needs to coach college again? Yeah, he definitely needs to go back to the college route because his style of his style of play calling fits the college game more so better than the NFL game. The college game, you really don't have to do too many adjustments to the scheme. All you gotta do is just get the right athletes in there, and you can dominate any time. NFL is more so of a chess match. So if your scheme gets figured out and you go back to the locker room or during 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 preparation throughout the week, if you get out schemed and you have no way to adjust and you just stick to the same route and the same principles, you're you're, you're not going to last this long in this league, honestly. Because if you want to be technical, the Panthers haven't had a really good offensive performance all season long other than the cam game. When he when he uh came back against Arizona, other than that, we've been lackluster on offense all season long. Yeah, you know, it was it was about that time. It was about that time. Yeah, man. Um, Jason Garrett is out as the offensive coordinator for the Giants, and now Joe Brady is out for the Panthers. Everybody's cleaning houses, it seems like, you know? It's the Hayes experience effect. Yes, man. It's just we like one. people head through the pipelines, you heard? We, we, we did the podcast the other week. Jason Garrett gets fired. We do the podcast, the Panthers used to the Dolphins, right? Then the, then the following week, the I mean, then, then this week, the Giants lose to the Dolphins, and the Panthers fire their offense quickly. <laughs> It's the Hayes Experience curse, man. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, I apologize, y'all. The, the little the little boy in the background is my son. It, it's it's bring your son to work day in my office. What's up, man? No, you're not getting Charizard, G. No, Charizard's off limits. Yeah, I get you a Charizard for Christmas. But that that one's off limits. Yeah. Mm hmm. I know he's cool. So but nevertheless, though, that. so other than that, so since we since we talked about how. The Panthers and the Giants are some, are somewhat interconnected. Home, second. Like, all right, if you want Charizard, I'll give you Charizard. Since they're somewhat interconnected, you know what I'm saying? Can we talk about how the Giants stink? Giants are horrible. Did Did Danny Dimes play yesterday? I thought he was going to be ruled out, so he played yesterday, right? No, Mike Glennon played. So Mike Glennon played yesterday, and he got a concussion, and then they brought up Jake from from Buffalo, and he started. Jake from from Buffalo, the racist guy. Not from State Farm. No, Jake from from Georgia, the elitist, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's that's the guy who said uh, only elite whites should own guns or something like. Yeah, that's the guy who said only elite whites should own guns. Yeah, and then the uh, <laughs> then the Bills cut that. <laughs> oh man, I'm weak. I remember him. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We need a quarterback. It's like I was telling you yesterday, but yeah, wow, you was explaining. Maybe we just need to get somebody that's gonna, that's going to be a free agent quarterback, or maybe we can get Russell Wilson in the trade, something like that, man. Because it's getting ridiculous. I apologize for the noise. If you guys hear me? I'm trying to open this toy up for my son. But no. So here's my question to you: If you guys are trying to bust a move to Russell Wilson, because you know he's under contract. What would y'all give up to get Russell Wilson? Because one first-round pick's not going to cut it for Russell Wilson. You just seen what this the standard was set with Matthew Stafford. It was three first-round picks. Jared Goff and two firsts and some other picks. So my question to you is, do the Giants give up their full draft this year and a first next year to get Russell Wilson? When you guys have glaring 
holes, needs, and weaknesses on other parts of the court? I mean, other parts of the field. I mean, I think that they're gonna. I think Gettleman is gonna give up at least three first round picks in the future. Because I'm trying to tell you, if Matthew Stafford gets you three first round picks. Russell Wilson will at least accumulate three first-round picks, maybe a second, somewhere possibly down the line of four. You're going to give up way more for Russell Wilson than you would have gave up for Matthew Stafford. But here's my question to you. Why would, with that being said, with you guys having to give up all that draft capital and you guys aren't in playoff contention, why would Russell Wilson go there? It, it, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, we 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 have. I mean, we 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 got a weapon in Kenny Galladay that needs to stay healthy. Um, still have Saquon. Uh, Saquon needs to stay healthy. Yeah, I think if you were to trade anybody, you would probably have to trade somebody like a Daniel Jones. A um, because even though this is his third season in the league, he still is a young quarterback that could probably do something good and something better, but just not for the Giants because. The state that the Giants are in, we need an O-line and we need a quarterback that's actually going to have that IQ to bring what I know that the Giants could bring to the um to the playoffs if there was another playoff hunt. But it don't look like the Giants is going to see the playoffs in the next two or three years. So... You know, it's that building stage that we was talking about yesterday also. I still say if 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 he's going anywhere, he, he's going to New Orleans. I could, Like I was telling you yesterday, I feel like Aaron Rodgers would be better for the, uh, for the Saints. Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere, man. Honestly. Aaron, that's the best team in the NFL. Green Bay? Fully healthy? Best team in the NFL. They proven that. They proven that this year. Well, not. Really. They don't even have Aaron Jones for the rest of the season, right? That's what I'm trying to tell you. They're not even fully healthy, and they smacking up cats. Yeah, man. I just, you know, it's gonna get wild. It's gonna get wild this off season. It's There's gonna be a lot of teams that's gonna be cleaning house. It's gonna, it's gonna be really, really different. And the draft uh, class that's coming out. This draft class that's coming out. Eh. I think it's it's like the weakest draft. Not not the for quarterbacks, yeah, but there there's some good solid players, especially defensively in this draft. Yeah. There, there's some you got Kevin Thibodeau at the top, probably another defensive lineman's gonna go too. Then you got uh you got Stingley Jr., that lockdown corner out of LSU that was quote unquote hurt, but he just decided uh, to take a to take the year off. Like my man, uh, like your boy Jamar Chase did. Oh yeah, Jamar Chase is he's a he's a dog, man. He he's gonna be better next season. 
he's gonna be like he's doing his thing this season, but he's like if he could do what he's doing this season and then bring that into next season with more with Joe Burrow is gonna be good. The Bengals? Like who expected the Bengals to be doing as good as they're doing this season? Well, they didn't look all that good yesterday. I'll tell you that for a fact. Yeah, they didn't at all. They, they, look, but, they know, look like they look like the the, the who that bootleg version of who they yesterday. You know, you got to take your wins like you take your losses, man. That's, that's ridiculous. But all right, man. Let me let's follow on that. I got a question for you. We'll all right, so. It's a five-team race at the top of the AFC. At the top of the AFC, you got Kansas City sitting at eight and four. Buffalo sitting at seven and four. They play New England tonight, who's also eight and four. The Ravens lost yesterday. They're eight and four. And Tennessee is unimpressed. Is looking very unimpressed at the eight and four, right? Without mm-hmm. Henry anymore. So, out of those five teams, who gets the top spot in the AFC when it's all said and done? Who gets the number one seed? Who gets the number one seed in the AFC? Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots. Ooh, why? Uh, because Bill Belichick is doing Bill Belichick things. He's proven that even though Brady's not there no more, he could he he he's showing who's the leader, who who built that team. Everybody wants to say that Brady is the reason why. Belichick got the rings, but if you see what Matt Jones is doing right now, it's basically like Belichick is telling people he could get a replacement any any time. Like he doesn't just like I, what what Jay said, niggas. Uh, what, what Jay Z said, um, make another hole. He can make another. He can, he can, he, can, he can make another Brady. I thought you was gonna pull a. Hey, calm down, gangster. I thought you was gonna pull a Gucci Man reference with me, except for with quarterback instead of with, with quarterbacks instead of uh, women. Mm-hmm. You know how Gucci said girls are like buses, miss one, next fifteen, one coming. Yeah, I thought he was gonna pull a Gucci reference on me, man. That would have been that would have been fly. You know, I'm not quoting Gucci. I don't even listen to Gucci. Wow, don't don't do go up like that. I don't even don't do Gucci like that, brother. I don't listen to Gucci at all. I ain't gonna say like that. I don't listen to Gucci at all. Well, I'm not gonna agree with you on the Patriots because I would, if if I would have answered this question first, I would have said New England. But seeing at some point I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this show, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. Uh, They're not even looking like the same team that we saw that went to the Super Bowl. That's the thing. I mean, they're eight and four, but they're not. They're going to be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to make right. enough run to the championship. All right. Let's see. Their defense has been leading the way, right? Yeah. Right. We always said their Achilles heel for the Kansas City Chiefs was what? They had trash-ass defense, right? Yeah. All right. So now their defense is playing lights out, right? Mm-hmm. So their defense is still playing lights out, and then when their offense wakes up, then what? Yeah, I mean, you're right, but I think they need a better running back than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You, you know you know what the Chiefs issue is? What's that? It's the Mahomes effect that's that's happening right now. Hear me out. Just listen just just, just, just give me the floor for two seconds, right? Okay. Pat announces his engagement with his girlfriend, right? 
after once that happens, she wants all the internet clout, all the or she wants the celebrity wife. She wants that VH1 lifestyle, right? Where she wants to have her own name, make a name out, make a name in this world for herself to do her thing, right? Yes, sir. And then her bro- his brother's doing the same thing on TikTok, just riding the coattails on the Mahomes name, right? So I'm trying to tell you, God, the football gods don't play that shit. <laughs> the football gods say, hey, man, tell your family, chill the fuck out, leave us alone. We're going we're gonna to handle things on the football field. Once other factors start influencing things that can happen on the football field, so mm-hmm. the football guys get displeased. That's why when, uh, when Jackson was dancing on Sean Taylor's logo, I mean, Sean Taylor's number, the football guys had to let Pat know, like, hey, you're going to suck for a little bit. No, nah, you ain't getting my LeBron action figure in. You tripping. The football guys had to let them know, like, hey, you need to, you need to humble yourself a little bit. So we're going to put you on a, on a humble street. You, you, you've been on two Madden covers. You've been the poster boy for State Farm and for the league for three years now. We congratulate you. But it's time to bring you on back down. So this is why I say TikTok's the devil. Because Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> TikTok was already stupid from the begin with, but the Jackson Mahomes thing is already just proving my factor even more. You thought throwing them interceptions. His name is Jake. Chill the hell out. So you got the <laughs> Patriot. So you're on the record for the Patriots. Let me write this down. I got KC. You got New England. Son, I'm about to put you to sleep, bro, because you you over here wilding while I'm trying to be good. All right, so let me all, let, let, let's shift directions. Let's let's leave the AFC alone because other than the top five, there's really not much to talk about the AFC. The Ra- Raiders are Raiders are doing Raiders things. The Colts they stopped giving Jonathan Taylor the ball for some strange reason. The Dolphins are hot though. I'll give them that. Chargers came to the East Coast and slapped them boys around, and Cincinnati pulled a Cincinnati. Somehow, Pittsburgh pulled out a victory yesterday. I don't know how they did it. They just pulled it out their ass, but they did it. And then any, anybody after Miami is just irrelevant. The Jets, let's be serious now. Houston, don't make me giggle. And Jacksonville, has anybody seen Coach Urban Meyer? No, he's probably still in L.A. at a club with a white chick, with a young, with a young little white thing. No. Yeah, so, all right, let's, let's move to the NFC, man. So, the, cre- the cream of the Le Cop so far. Is the Arizona Cardinals saying that 10 and 2? Are the Cardinals the best freaking team in the NFL, in your opinion? The Cardinals? Yes. Are the Cardinals the best team in the NFL, in your opinion? I would think so. I would I would think so, and especially seeing Kyler Murray come off his injury and do what he did last night. <laughs> They're it's still a young team, but I think they can make a run like for the next four or five years. They can have a four or five year run for the playoffs. Get into the Super Bowl, and they're still a young team, how they are. They'll probably make it like twice. Probably for the Super Bowl, but then again, you never know with the NFL, man. I'm about to say you uh, you trying to pick on a slippery slope there, brother? Yeah, we never know. You know, the NFL is in, is nothing but politics. I say, I tell you this all the time. Oh, 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 are we are we doing politics? 
<laughs> oh hell no, we're not doing politics. It's not that type of podcast, but the NFL is politics. The NFL is politics, brother. I was about to say, no, that's entertainment. I'm about to say, if you want to, if you want to get technical, if you're doing politics, I'm better than you, just based off the simple fact that I recycle. Nevertheless, we're not gonna go into that. Stick to this. I'm better than you. I recycle and I plant trees, and I, and I don't drive a car. Let's go. Nevertheless, though. So. Oh. So. Okay. So me not driving a car means I'm not polluting the environment. I'm saving the environment. Yeah. I'm better than you. That's politics. So how do you manage to get over here to do the podcast when we do podcasts? Bicycle. Okay. They call me Bicycle Billy in the hood. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Bicycle Billy Bean in the hood, G. All good. But now, nah, man, from basing off what I see, I can definitely see Arizona Cardinals, Green Bay Packers, NFC Championship game, depending on what the Bucks, Rams, and how the Cowboys are feeling about that, honestly. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about this NFC race, honestly, because if you look at it, the top five teams you got Arizona, you got Green Bay, you got the Bucks, Cowboys, you got the Rams, Washington football team sitting in the sixth seed, and then you got the Niners and shit. So like, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. It's gonna be a tight race. The Cowboys got to play the Washington football team twice. I'm excited for that. Tampa Bay still got their divisional uh. Their divisional schedule coming up. Green Bay, I think Green Bay play, plays most of their play most of their hard games at home. Let me uh let me let me get, let me get that confrontation for you. Yeah, all right. So yeah, so they got the Bears next week at at Baltimore after that, and then the Packers got the Browns after that. So yeah. They got a nice little favorable schedule. They they can make a some they can make a run. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson ain't showing up. He playing like old Cam, so I can I can see Green Bay making a run. So let me ask nah. you a question. Who do you have? Let me ask you a question real quick. Who do you have? Um do you have a Super Bowl prediction yet? Or is it too soon? For me? Yes. Oh man, dude. Come holler at me. Week seventeen. Okay. Well, week 18. Feels weird saying that. Come on, I mean, week 18. I have a more thorough answer for you then. Right now, it's so wishy washy. Okay. So I'm going to give you, I know I, I have a prediction. Do you want to hear my prediction? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the Patriots versus the Buccaneers. The Patriots versus the Bucks. Super Bowl. You, you and all of Fox would love that. Who's hosting the Super Bowl this year? Is it Fox or NBC? Fox. Fox hosting the Super Bowl? Yeah. That, that's what the NFL would love. Uh, Brady versus Patriots Super Bowl battle? Yeah. Uh, prediction score 24-21 Buccaneers. I don't see the Bucs winning, though. I, I'm, I'm probably going to tip my hat to the Packers. I feel like this is the year Rodgers makes his breakthrough. And I feel like, uh, honestly, this is just between me and you. I think mm-hmm. Rodgers might win it this year. So I'm going to go Pack. I'm going to go Packers and Patriots in the Super Bowl. Okay. Damn, I just said I was going to wait till week 18. You forced a prediction at you me. You did. At <laughs> so, yeah, I got Pack and Pats. Holding it down. I got the Packers winning. Very, very close one. I'm going to go 31-30. 
That's a cl- I said close game. You're going to put out a, a score that where a team loses by 11. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. So, um, we're going to come back to sports real quick. But that topic that we was talking about last week with um, – the guy's wife getting killed. The music, the music executive. The executive, yeah. Um, they found out who did it. Who did it? It was a twenty. It was a twenty-something-year-old. And this is just goes to what I was saying last week about young motherfuckers just being stupid as hell. The goofy. Stupid, bro. Goofy. But, I just wanted to put that out there so that way the people wouldn't know. If y'all was wondering, whoever listened to the episode last week, and if you wasn't paying attention, I seen it the other. I seen it the other day, and yeah, so that's sad, man. And condolences to the family. Still, um, it's gonna be you know, it's tough losing the loved one. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to sports, bro. All right. So real quick, man. I don't think you know, understand. Excuse me. Excuse me for the burp. I don't think you understand what's transpiring in the Motor City. Uh, you can go on my Facebook page and pull it up if you want to. There's a rap video out. I mean, there's a music. There's a rap song out about the Detroit Lions winning their first game. Right. So with Detroit marching down the field, scoring when there's no time left on the clock. My my guy Arama St. Brown, who I've been watching since you since his since he was at USC, just balling out. Do mm-hmm. the Lions go on a Super Bowl run with Jared Goff and Matt Campbell? Stop what it. the hell? Do they Stop go it. on a Super Bowl run? Stop it. Do, do, do the Lions turn it around at 1-10-1 with four games left in the season? Hey, look. It's overreaction Monday, everybody. That is definitely an overreaction. God damn. Yo. One and ten. <laughs> one, ten, and one. Don't forget the one. That's some respect on that tie. The ties don't count. Wow. Wow. I think that's about all the Lions. I think that's about all the Lions news the world is ready for. So, all right. My last NFL topic for you, man. Lamar Jackson. Fuck is going on, bro. Hey man, he's not ready. He's not ready. He's gonna he this is and you know what? He's we, we I see why he was picked with like the 30th pick in the draft. 32nd. 32nd pick last, in the draft. Last pick in the first round. The third the last pick of the first round. Right. This is why we this this, this is exactly why he was drafted where he was drafted at. Oh Jesus, you sound like the old the old head GMs. I told you that boy wasn't no quarterback. Holly, I mean Hollywood Brown, man. He gotta give Hollywood the Brown more. I seen Sammy Watkins with like one more like with one. You, you, like, you I don't know if he had like two catches. Like you two catches. Hollywood catch the ball. No, no let's talk about Mark. It. Let's talk about Mark Andrews fumbling the bag yesterday. What he do? How you fumbling the bag? Oh, with the sh- dropped the two point I'm about to say because they're gonna pay Mark Andrews. I thought they already paid him. 
No, he uh he he dropped a two point conversion yesterday, bro. It cost him the game. That was the worst throw I ever seen Lamar throw in his life, though. He had it in his hands. That was the worst throw I ever. Lamar sidearm corkscrewed that bad boy. I'm like, geez, all my man wants it is right down the middle. All you gotta do is put it on the money. But hey, I'm not a, I'm not a quarterback. I don't understand the the. I'm not a quarterback, so I'm not I'm not faced with that type of pressure. I'm just going off what I see. But I, obviously, it's harder to do than say. So I'm not going to yeah. put that much judgment on. Yeah, and then he was getting rushed too. Like if you look at that playback, he was definitely he was getting rushed. Oh no, nah, he was they, they they were they were chasing him with his hair on fire. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So guys, for the first time. In the history of the podcast, we're going to talk about baseball. I'm going to let you lead it. Did you know that there was a lockout during baseball? I, I mean, knew did you know that, baseball, that the MLB is currently going through a lockout? I knew about that because you talked about that the other week. Okay, cool. And that's the end of baseball. Uh, I think I mind. think that went really, 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 really smooth. Don't you think about that baseball segment? <laughs> yeah, but if you don't mind, uh, what is this lockout about? Is it about? Oh, uh, so the owners and the heads of the players' association can't come together to terms of how much to pay these players. So the owners just said, "All right, fuck y'all. Y'all locked out. Work strike. We're over this shit. Y'all go ahead now. Get the fuck off." They even took the even even MLB.com took the the the, the images of the players off rosters and shit, so it's about to get ugly. But who cares about baseball anyway? Because the commissioner damn sure don't. So I'm exactly. I'm about to say my, my Detroit Tigers suck anyway. So it's not it's not like I'm missing anything. Look, I haven't watched baseball since Jeter. It, so so, yeah. so let me ask you a question, sir. Can I ask you a very, very important question? What's up, man? Hey man, um does the NBA hate LeBron? It's looking like it. Because <laughs> every time LeBron does something, you know what I'm saying? It it, 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 it warts something. Like the whole is the, the skirmish situation with Isaiah Stewart, him getting fined for juggling his balls after he hit a big three. And then Karen and Christopher want to say that, I hope your son dies in the front row and he has to get him kicked out. Then everybody wants to call him a snitch until they find out that they talked about the livelihood of his son. And then, uh, then recently, remember, remember the last episode I broke to you that LeBron had COVID nineteen. Yeah, he just came back like false, wait, false positive, false positive. Yeah, then I tell you, he had some shit at his house. No, it's a false positive. There's nothing going on at his house. But he also has the cure for COVID at his house in his hyperbolic time chamber downstairs, where he uh, <laughs> where he rests every day. Exactly, man. Yeah, I was about to. Um, man, that'd be so. That'd be so wild. That'd be, come on, man. This guy is. Rich. That would be so wild. Like, yo, LeBron, why couldn't you tell us? Oh, the guy. God said I couldn't share what was blessed for me. This guy had. This guy is rich. Magic Johnson has the cure for AIDS, and he and LeBron has the cure for COVID. Well, well Magic Johnson had HIV. That's not AIDS. He has the cure for AIDS. AIDS. I'm sorry. He has the cure for HIV, and LeBron has the cure for COVID. I think Magic Johnson just drank a cup of bleach and just called it a day. He just said, whatever happens, happens. Yo, just imagine if that was the cure for HIV. I wouldn't do it. 
<laughs> Drink a teaspoon of bleach every day. Well, thank the Lord, I don't have HIV, so I don't have to worry about that. But if that was to occur, nah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Hey, let me ask you a question. If you had HIV, could you be the face of an HIV drug medication? What the fuck? Because like, like, now nah, I was watching this. Um, they had this. Uh, they had this African American gentleman on one one of the H. I got I got to figure out the name of the HIV commercial, but he was just like, "Hey, my name is such and such, and I got I got HIV," and I was like, "Well, damn, <laughs> way to tell me." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, tell me how you really feel, G. Yeah. And I take, I take such and such to fight off such and such and such and such. And I'm just like, and then they just show this man living his best life, just happy and carefree. I'm just like, running in the flowers and shit. And I was like, I just couldn't do that. I just couldn't. Do well, no, first of all, he's not running in the flowers. You're, what you're not going to do is get the LGBTQ community upset on this podcast because he was not running through flowers. <laughs> That man was living his best life. He, I think he was dancing. And he was doing all other types of fun stuff. He was, I think he was a teacher or something of that nature. I have to go watch the commercial all over again. But he, my man was living his best life. And everything. No, oh, I'm man. Go with it. I'm just going to go with him running through flowers. Living all right. his happy life. When uh when council culture comes knocking on your door, just tell me you don't know. Why? Because somebody was running through their this. When when cancer culture comes knocking on your door, because that's what you're asking for I right forgot. now. People are so sensitive. You can't talk about running through flowers. Hey man, you can't talk you know about that. You know that's a negative stigmatism towards them. That means they're unmasculine. That means they're highly feminine, and then you're you're being very derogatory to them. You're being very offensive to them right now. I need you to apologize before they cancel it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Hayes' op- thoughts and opinions does not interact or show that that's how we all feel in this uh Why this have nothing to do with them? <laughs> Hayes' Hayes's thoughts and, experience, uh, and opinions are a self-reflection of Hayes himself, not Durak. Meanwhile, the face of the, the meanwhile the brand is called the Hazy Brand. Listen, that is fine. Like I said, it doesn't affect. You're the only one that thinks like that. I mean, nevertheless. All right, man. So, were you watching the Rockets yesterday? Hooping? No. They're on a four game. I think they're on a four or five game winning streak. I noticed something very particular very peculiar about the way this team plays. Yes, they're very up and down. They go fast pace. I think they're one of the top five teams in, in, t- in possessions per game because they're so up and down the court. This is literally one of the most bounciest teams I have ever seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. thought Chicago was super bouncy with Levine, Lonzo, AC, and DeRozan. And they got uh, Derrick Jones Jr., I believe, coming off the bench, being the high flyer too. But damn, boy, I was watching Houston. Everybody on that team can leap, leap. Leap, leap. You got Kevin Porter Jr. You got Kevin Martin Jr. You got uh, you got Christian Wood, super bouncy. Uh, Josh uh, Josh Christopher, super bouncy. Jalen Green might be the most bounciest skinny guy i ever seen, honestly. That's under the age of 6'10". I mean, under the height of 6'10". And everything. I for, matter of fact, Jalen Green plays the point guard. So I was just about to say, I can't remember who the point guard is, but he bouncy as hell, too. Ew, the whole Scottie squad Barnes is... 
Scotty Barnes is like the power four, right? Scotty Barnes is a, a typical three, four position in today's game. You're cool. I like Scotty Barnes. He just needs to um, progress more. Nah, he's he's on the right track. They got they got him straight in Toronto. Even though Toronto has like nine of the same people that play the same position, that have the same body type and everything. Because my thing is, how are you going to play? I'm like I'm I'm like thinking about. It. I'm like, all right, you want Scotty Barnes to be the guy, but you still pay Pascal Siakam all that money, and they literally play the same position, and they literally do the same things. Right. So at some point, I want to see what they're going to do with that. Honestly, I want to see if, if Pascal gets traded. Or what what they got going on? Since we're talking about basketball, um, oh, but before we do what you're thinking about, because I already know where that's about to go. The Thunder lost by seventy three points. That's where I was going. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Stephen A. Smith is your kryptonite for Nick fans. Stephen A. Smith has been spotted at the Garden several times, and you guys have lost in convincing fashion. He doesn't need to show up to no more games. Every time he shows up to a Nick game at the Garden, we lose. Is 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 Stephen A. Smith your Jessica Simpson? <laughs> is 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 this what we're discovering that? Stephen A. Smith is your Jessica Simpson? Your version of Jessica Simpson? You just compared him to a white woman? I mean, she had the same effect. Every time she showed up in the game and Tony Romo judged the Cowboys lost. Every time Stephen A. Smith pulls up at the Garden, y'all lose. Is she, is he no Jessica Simpson? He needs to get banned from the Garden. When he, even though he's your biggest supporter, gotta ban him. You know what? I don't even like Stephen A. Smith. You, this is a guy from Hollis, Queens, New York. You're a Steelers fan, but you're a Knicks fan, too. How does that work? He, he he said, to his point, he grew up liking the Steelers because I think he said the Jet, the Giants sucked or something of that nature. Okay. My brother also is a Saints fan, and he was, a, he, he was born in Carolina. So. Well, your your brother's just a bandwagon fan. No, he like he, 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 there, there is all right. How old is Isaiah? Twenty. Okay, he was not watching football when the Saints sucked. He was watching football when Reggie Bush was there. When when Sean Payton was there, right? Sean okay. Payton is still there. I know. That's what I'm saying. No real. I'm about to say the real Saints fans that I know were around. When freaking when when Aaron Brooks was quarterbacking with Deuce McAllister at the backfield and everything, because it was I must say the real Saints fan. You gotta realize he was born in two thousand and one, man. I know that's what I'm saying. I said the I said the only reason he likes the Saints is because they were relevant. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's what I'm saying. He only likes the Saints because he was born in the time frame where they were relevant. Nobody was a Saints fan at our age. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying he a bandwagon junkie, but I'm just saying he he was literally born at a time where it was good for him to be a Saints fan because they were relevant. Yeah. And I, but I was about to, dang because I'm about to say all the Saints fans I know still have their flip phone from when Joe Horn scored that touchdown. <laughs> I took the flip phone out and made the call. 
So, yeah, and I only got, like, two of those friends. So, those are the only real Saints fans I know. I'll call everybody else a bandwagon Saints fan because of that. Hey, remember when Jake DeLone used to play for the Saints? Uh, Next segment. <laughs> <laughs> next segment. All right, man. So, guys, we're going to play a little game with you. I don't Hold know on. All this. Hold on. Okay. Before we do that, we got to get to the – um. We got to get to the Thunder getting blew out by seven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We only talked about that for like literally a second until we found out that Stephen A. Smith was your Jessica Simpson. Nobody, somebody in the somebody in the chat said nobody was a Saints fan. I keep telling these Mississippi fans the same thing. Yeah, nobody was really a Saints fan growing up, bro. Like when, when I tell cats, when I tell cats how Deuce McAllister used to kill the Panthers. <laughs> Like, niggas be looking at me like, yo, who Deuce McAllister? Like, oh, yeah, you're not a real Saint. If you don't know who the 2-6 twi- is, yeah, you're not a real Saints fan. If, if, you wasn't, if you wasn't trying to figure out why y'all still had Aaron Brooks at quarterback, he wasn't a real Saints fan. If you still don't understand why y'all traded a whole draft just to get Ricky Williams, you're not a real Saints fan. Shit. You, you got to do your history. You got to do your history. Like, I know, I, my, like, my homeboy still has a Sam Mills Saint jersey. God damn. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that's when they was wearing bags over their heads. They were the ain'ts. God damn. Okay, man, let's get to the uh, let's get to this thunder game. The the, the shellacking seventy three. Yo, you 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 can't even win by seventy three points on two K when you put the computer on rookie. <laughs> How in the hell did a professional team lose by seventy three points? Stephen A. Stephen A. said on first take the other day. He said the whole team needed to run suicides during the game. During the game, listen, listen, listen. This this what should happen. This what should happen. Everybody who played for the Thunder should have turned in their jersey after that game. Ain't no way. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way, bro. Everybody, Ain't no way, bro. Everybody needs to be fired. Ain't, what? what? Coach got to go. Owner gotta go. GM gotta go. You gotta move the team out. You gotta move the team from the city. You just gotta clear anybody that's not named Shy Gil, Chris Alexander. You gotta go. Hey, look, the Thunder needed to go back to the damn Supersonics after that. Fact. Oh yeah, they they should they they should just be like, all right, guys, we'll go to Seattle. Fuck it. Yeah, just forget it. It, it, It's a done deal. But um, it's no way possible that it's like you that. Wasn't they? They was losing by twenty a quarter. Like, like every, how do you do that? It's ridiculous, bro. It's just like what type? Y'all didn't go to practice, did y'all? Like, like now. Here's my thing: we're in an offensive era, right? Offensive era. The floor wide open. It's five wide now in the NBA. <laughs> You you might got a big that playing a post every now and then to try to try to rim protect and roam and everything, but other than that, it's five wide. You take your man off the dribble, you out the rim, and you telling me you can only put together seventy nine points? Crazy man. As a team. Crazy. No, I, I, I coach AAU and church league. I have made a church league team score more than seventy nine points. I have made my AAU teams consistently score over 79 points. I've seen it done. Yeah. And they're not getting paid. So you telling me there's grown men with paychecks on the line and incentives in their contracts and pride. 
and you say you're telling me now nah, we're gonna take this night off, and you lose by seventy three points. I still wanna um, I still wanna be your assistant head. I still wanna be assistant head coach to your AAU team. Nah, I, I got you when it's time to coach AAU ball. But hold, on, let, let me finish this rant because you got me started. Yes, they sir. literally almost lost by as many points as they scored. Nobody on the under had double-digit points. Like, I'm trying to tell you. You scored 79, and you almost lost by – you lose by 73. So you telling me – you telling me <laughs> – <coughs> you were missing two threes away. Embarrassing, man. From, from only scoring 73 points. Yo, stop playing with me, man. Come on. Come on. Yo, did, did – they don't deserve our conversation. Let's, let's let's go to the man. Talk about the draft, bro. T- tell about the game. Talk about the draft, the NBA redraft. Tell t- 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 about our NBA redraft game, bro. Okay, so last week we had an NBA redraft. What year did we do? I forget. That was 2017. 2017 NBA draft redraft. We did a redraft last week. If you okay. want to oh, hear that redraft. Yeah, I about to say I got the results if they want to hear the redraft. I'm yeah, give the people the redraft. All right, guys. So during the redrafts, you know, in the NBA, there's 60 selections. We're not going to do 60 selections. We're only going to do the top 10. So with that being said, let me, let me pull out my notes from last week because I'm still looking at your picks from last week too in the NFL, and it didn't turn out all that well. So like I said, last week we did the 2017 draft, right? Mm-hmm. That draft, you had Lonzo going number one, Tatum two, De'Aaron Fox three, Josh Jackson staying at four, Malik Monk going at five. Uh, who the heck did you have? You had Lori Mackinnon going at six. One second, son. You had John Collins going in at seven, Donovan Mitchell at eight for some strange reason, Kuzma at nine, and Bam Adebayo at ten for some strange reason. Like. Yeah. Like like De'Aaron Fox, Josh Jackson, Link Monk, Larry Markkinen, John Collins, and Kyle Kuzma is better than Bam Adebayo, but we'll talk about that another time. Who was your picks? Mine was Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Bam Adebayo, John Collins at four, De'Aaron Fox at five, Jonathan Allen at six, OG Ombanobi at seven, uh, Lonzo Ball at eight, Kyle Kuzma at nine, I had Josh Hart at ten. And everything. So for this week, the 2018 draft. Hey, hold up. Go to commercial break real quick, bro. I got to handle my son. All right. Everybody, welcome to the Haze Experience. Like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Alchemist, what's going on? Appreciate you liking the show. Make sure you share, become a fan club member. Um, next, yeah, next week, December 12th. It may be before December 12th, but the video, the uh, not the video, the um, episode will be getting posted on YouTube exclusively to YouTube. It will be also be on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can stream a podcast. Catch Xavier Howard on the Hayes Experience, the top NFL the best cornerback in the league. 
Best corner in the league. Best corner. Most interceptions since 2016. Most interceptions since 2016. Since he entered the league, nobody has took the ball away from quarterbacks more than Xavier Howard. He has 26 interceptions since 2016. Just saying. 26 he's, interceptions. He's been on a tear. The last two games, he's been averaging the pick. So he's been he's low-key been on a tear. Um, my shout out to shout out to Xavier Howard. I've had I had the Dolphins beating the Giants and the predictions from last week also. <laughs> that was one of the few predictions you got right. Yeah, it was. But you know. I pre- hey, look, it's gonna you're, be you're, it, you're a better you know. fantasy GM than a gambling picker, I'll tell you that for a fact. Hey, look, you see that for yourself, don't you? So, chill the fuck out. See, we ain't have to go all that. We ain't have to do all that. They don't know about the hate. They don't know about our league, so shut up. Shut up. Hey, look, they don't know about our league. But, hey, look, just in case for the people that don't know about the league, I am currently 10 and 9 and 3, about to be 10 and 3. Man, don't, don't we got things to talk about? That's more important. Then you just – oh, so you're back from commercial break? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't oh. hear me talking to you? <laughs> okay. No, I was in mode. I was in my mode. Nah, I ain't mad at you, man. I ain't mad at you, man. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm fucking it's you, man. all good. It's all good. So let's get to this draft. Let's get to this draft for the 2018 NBA draft. All you right. Are you going up, number you, one? I, I mean, I have it pulled up, but if you also have it pulled up too, let me know because if you don't, I could just go down the list. No, you so, absolutely. I got it. I already got it pulled up because I, I ain't going to do that to the viewers. Okay. So, go ahead, bro. You got to do, do the ticker when it's when it's time when the pick is in. You know what I'm talking about? The little <laughs> ticker when the pick is in. Yep. Let's go. Go ahead, my guy. With the first pick, the Phoenix Suns select. Go ahead, Hayes. Hold on. Before we do, before before we who tell them who the Phoenix Suns select. Let's give them the top ten of who went to what team. No, no, that's not how it rolls. No, 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 no. We we tell them but people after that, we make people our that, selections. But the people we'll that tell don't, them who they chose. But the people that don't remember who came out for the 2018 draft will probably be like, okay, what the hell is going on? So, but you, if you give them all the names now, they can just do it. The damn, so they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be like, oh damn, I forgot he was in that draft. Damn, I forgot he was in that draft. Only thing okay. you need to tell them this is Deion. This is the draft that DeAndre Ayton went number one. Overall? Yeah, this is the yeah DeAndre Ayton went number one. So with the with, with the first pick in the NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select. Think the Phoenix Suns select. Let's see, uh, you're supposed to have that ready, bro. What the. <laughs> Because hey, I'm looking at this draft right now, and it's kind of crazy that man. You know what? I'll go first. Trade. I'll go first. Then just, just, just vibe all. Just just vibe with me, okay? Oh, I'll go go ahead. I got you. All right. So <clears throat> first pick. I do for myself because I got tired of doing it for you. The Arizona. I mean, excuse me. The Phoenix Suns select Luka Doncic from Real Madrid. Yo. Okay. Who you got going number one? I got. I got Luca as well. 
Oh, okay. Okay, look at that. We on the, we actually agree on something for once. Yeah, man. We agreed last week, too. Um, a couple oh, of things, but in this, another shit he was talking on the wall. So, with that being said, the Phoenix Suns did take, Deion, as we said, they did take DeAndre A in number one overall that year in 2018. So, with that being said, the second pick, the Sacramento Kings. I got them taking Ice Trader game, Trey Young, out of Oklahoma. Number going overall number two. Who you got going? I, I agree with that as well. What the fuck is going on, man? What we, we are a good We both team. need to agree that they should, both should have been the top two picks. That, 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 that's one and two. Okay, so I want to say, oh, so you're telling me things might get spicy on the third pick? Yes, sir. <laughs> so this is which they get drilled, everybody. All right. So for the third pick, the Atlanta Hawks are on the clock. And with this pick, third overall pick in the draft, the Atlanta Hawks select Shy Gilchrist Alexander from Kentucky. This is gonna scare the shit out of you. I also have Shea Gilchrist Alexander going number three. Okay, bro. Chill out, chill out. No, I did like I. I really do. I really do. This is, this is starting to scare me a little bit. Let's go. Oh my god! So our three picks have been the same for th- for both of us. It's crazy. So this never happens. If, if people are confused in real life, the Phoenix Suns <laughs> took DeAndre eight and one. The second overall pick, the Sacramento Kings, they took Marvin Bagley the third. And then number three, the Atlanta Hawks took Luka Doncic. And traded and for Young. Yeah. So they, they traded for Ice Trader game. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, here we go, guys. With the fourth overall pick, the Memphis Grizzlies. I got them taken. And this is, and this is because he has blossomed into the, t- the player that I knew he was going to be the moment I watched him play for Tom Izzo at Michigan State. And I wanted the Hornets to get him for two years. He was supposed to come out the 2017 draft, said, nah, fuck that. I'm going to come back for my sophomore year. And he improved. And so when I knew, when the Hornets finally took him in the first round, I was so ecstatic. So I'm going to bless Memphis with this one. So with the fourth overall pick in the NBA draft, the Memphis Grizzlies select Miles Bridges. You got the Mavericks taking Bridges? No, Memphis. Memphis. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got Colin Sexton. Mm. So you're telling me nobody's getting the ball in Memphis. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got you. Definitely got you. Yeah. All right, man. We're moving to the fifth pick of the draft. So everybody knows in real life, the Memphis Grizzlies at four, they took Jaron Jackson Jr., a.k.a. I call him Triple J and everything. So now with the fifth pick, the Dallas Mavericks are on the clock. Y'all ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So with the fifth pick in this draft, and the only reason he's going here is because I still believe his potential is crazy. I'm going the the guy who has a song named after him, Mo Bamba. Oh, okay. 
All right. So my pick for this is Dallas. I have Shea Gilgis. How? You just took Shea Gilgis went three to the Hawks. Shit, damn, my bad. Um, I got Miles. Bridges? Mm-hmm. Only reason you said Miles because I said Miles before. No, I was gonna go with his brother. Mikel? It's not his brother. It's his cousin? No. They're not even related. Not nowhere near. What the hell? I thought yeah. they were related. You know, you know, there are a lot of people with the same last name that aren't related. You do know that. You do understand that, right? I could have sworn they was cousins of reference or something like that. They, they were not. They don't even acknowledge each other. Really, <laughs> from what I'm told. <laughs> Nobody knows. One knows how they exist. One's on one side of the world. The other one's on the other side of the world. That's all I know. But nevertheless, we move into the... And then everybody knows Dallas had five. They did the trade with the Hawks for Luka Doncic. That was the steal. That was the Trey Young Luka Doncic. I mean, Trey Young been balling though, so I don't know if that was like technically that was a steal. No, it was a steal for both teams though. It was just like that was probably that worked out. That was probably one of the most even draft day trades I've ever seen. All right, so we pick for the uh, we pick for the Magic. We got the Bulls at six. Who you got going in Chicago? Well, matter of fact, I'm sorry. I go first. I got Colin Sexton going into Chicago. Oh, you got Colin going to Chicago. Okay. God, God rest his ex- is, uh, his ACL. Uh, mm. I have Mo Bamba. You going Mo? We got Mo going at six. All right. So we all, let, let's see, to let everybody know, at that pick, Chicago took Wendell Carter Jr. Hell no, he's not there anymore. So it's okay. So with the next pick, we're in Cleveland. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who Cleveland took that year. They took Colin Sexton. So who you got? The Cleveland, Connor Sexton, I would have Mikhail Bridges. Bridges. Mikhail Bridges. We can just go ahead and jump by me because I got him going 7 2, honestly. All right, man. At 8. We got the New York Knicks. You guys took Kevin Knotts the second. <sighs> Same way I feel about Malik Monk. But you guys took Kevin Knotts the second. Who do y'all uh, and during this redraft, who are you picking up? Uh see, it, it starts to get weak after the picks. No, but, no, 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 no. There's some talent in there. You just don't recognize the name. I'm going Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, I'm going Jaron Jackson. I ain't mad at that triple J. He ain't do he ain't been doing enough for me to put him right there yet. So he's been hurt hell a lot. I got for the Knicks, I got a Yes. Hold on a second, bro. 
<clears throat> Let me uh hit the hit go on commercial. Yeah, I have Jaron Jackson going to the Knicks. The reason why I have Jaron Jackson going to the Knicks is because 2018, not only did we need a point guard, but we also needed somebody to fill that big man position. I think this is like right after Porzingis left. So that's why I have Jaron going. Um, All right, brother, I'm back, man. My bad. Got to get him situated real quick. All right. <clears throat> but nah, so eight, you took Triple J. I got an actual guy that the New York Knicks fan base would love. I got Josh Okigi from Georgia Tech. So yeah, I got I got Josh Tibbs loves him. When he was in uh when he was in Minnesota, that boy can lock up, defend one through four. Big body boy, about 200-something pounds, banging on everybody. Hey, I like him a lot. That's what's up, man. Sorry, man. You're going to nine now. You, you did a back-to-back pick, so it's my turn. So, at nine, who we got? We did the Knicks. We got the Sixers at nine. Mm-hmm. Put it back. We got the Sixers at nine. That's where I'm going to go, Triple J. Sixers at nine, I would have um, Lonnie Walker Jr. Lonnie Walker, the fourth? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Seriously? He ain't even cracking a rotation like that insane. The hell? You I know what? Him. That's your pick, bro. I ain't mad at you. That's your pick. That is definitely your pick. So, Tim, man, close us out, bro. Charlotte Hornets picking in the top ten. Don't slay my boys. Who we getting? Do, getting do not be Bush. disrespectful on purpose. <laughs> All right. I won't be disrespectful on purpose since we're closing it out. You're getting, you're getting Michael Porter Jr. Really? Uh, oh. A healthy Michael Porter Jr. at that. Really, I'm taking MPJ. Michael Porter Jr. MPJ. He wasn't even healthy coming out. That's why we passed on him. But nevertheless, like I said, it's your draft. So with the Hornets at the tenth pick, since my boy Miles Bridges went fourth because he's having a hell of a breakout season, I'm going to go with some rim protection. We're going to go with Robert Williams the third. Hmm. If you don't mind me asking why. Because at that point in the draft, all the top talent is gone, honestly, and we need some rim protection. And Robert Williams is starting to come alive in the rotations and when he gets the minutes. And Celtics, Al Horford uh, acquisition kind of stunned his growth a little bit in the lineups now, but I still like him. Because it was either him or Devontae Graham at 10 for me. See, if I wanted to go Michael Porter Jr., I would have went Devontae too. But yeah, I, was, I was thinking Devontae Graham, but they they found him expendable. So, oh, I missed the guy. Damn, yeah, he definitely should go ten. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna tell you because you're gonna chick him. You're gonna pick him. Go ahead. Who is this for? The Clippers. 
No, the Hornets. So, oh, no, you did Michael Porter Jr. No, we're done. We're done. That is right. I can tell you now. I forgot all about uh, your boy, Mitchell, the center. Robert Mitchell. Robinson? I mean, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. I forgot oh, he yeah. was draft. He, no, he's he definitely was, top 10 pick. He was a second round pick, too, by the way. Yeah, steal. Yeah, the Knicks did. I, I, I like what the Knicks did with that. So, like. Absolute steal. That, that, with that, that was. He didn't even go to college, right? Mitchell? Nah, high school. No, 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 no. Was, was he high school or G League? I think he came out of high school, bro. No, no, no. He couldn't. He couldn't come straight out of high school because of the because uh, of the uh, one and done rule. He had to come through either the G League or he did the prep. He did the preparatory thing. Went to a or he did he did four years of high school. Went to a prep school, and then that prep school counted as his fifth year out of high school. I mean, counted as that extra year out of high school. So I think he went the prep route. He went to Kentucky, Western Kentucky University. Because I I know. Okay, so he went to Western, Western Kentucky. Okay, so who in that draft went the oh no wrong guy? I'm thinking Anfrey Simmons. That was the kid who came out of high school in this draft. Oh yeah, that's, that's what the Blazers pick, right? Yeah, that that's the guy who, who was coming out of IMG. They was calling him Baby Westbrook. Him and Lacour, they were calling him each other Baby Westbrook. Uh, hey, look. So the draft is done. My question, I have a question to you since we're on basketball right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we close the podcast out. Um, I seen something yesterday that said that Damien. Well, I think it was this morning that Damien yeah, Damian wants to play with Ben. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think about that? What's your take? That that would be amazing. That would definitely on? be amazing. Did you see what they plan on giving up if that was to happen? They would have to give up like CJ McCollum or something. Yeah, you got to give up CJ McCollum. That's easy. I can give rap CJ McCullough for you. And that's no disrespect to CJ. He's a hell of a player, hell of a hooper, made it way farther in the life of basketball than I will ever make it in my life. But from a strict GM perspective on this trade, I will give you CJ McCullough in a heartbeat for a guy who could play all five positions. In a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It says the Sixers discussed trade with Portland, Ben Simmons for. C.J. McCollum, first-round pick, and young player like Nasir Little or Infern. What's that guy name you said? The kid? Simmons. Simmons. Is that a win or a loss, though? You said it's a win. I it's think. I think it would. I think it would be a win, also. No, but that's an easy. Dub. That's a dub. You ain't got to think of it. Oh, oh, we get Ben Simmons. What you want? You just want C.J. You want Nasir Little? You want Afarine Simmons? Shit. Here you go. Give, yeah. give us a shooter back in return, and hey, you can have this shit. Exactly. Give us Court Mott's back or something like that. G- give me somebody. Give me somebody I can stretch the flow with. Yeah, that's a, that's an easy. That's a steal. What? So everybody, this was a light podcast today. We're getting ready for Xavier. The Xavier. The Xavier. Oh, no, we, we're not done yet. We still got. We still got. We, got, we still got three more topics. Oh, okay, cool. Go ahead. Rock out. Hell yeah, man. Don't, don't, don't shortchange the people. I told you an hour 10. We on we on good hell. We on hell. We're on hour, hour seven. We're on hour seven? Oh, yeah. We ain't going to make the hour 10. Then. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm looking at the time right here. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'll, 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 run these, I'll run some of these topics together. And if you got any questions, bro, we, we can break them apart. Okay? All right. All right, so bro, it was championship Saturday in college football and everything. 
I seen some things I didn't like. I seen some things that I knew was going to happen. I knew, and I seen some things where I literally said, what the fuck am I watching? First one I want to talk about is the Oklahoma State Baylor game. I don't know if you watched that one, but I don't know why my man from Oklahoma State ran as wide as possible. Like my boy, yeah, he, 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 he was not he run a four three three. Yeah, he was not supposed to do that. Hell yeah, he that 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 play call alone literally caused Oklahoma State not to be in the college football playoff, which would have sent the ripple effect across the world because that would have knocked off Cincinnati. And shoot, you never know how things would have went if Cincinnati wins and Oklahoma State wins and Georgia loses. You know what I'm saying? Georgia might be sitting at the fifth seed right now, and they might be out the playoffs in general. Exactly. So yeah. So with that being said. I'm about to say that that Baylor State Oklahoma game that that one shocked me because I was just like, what the what's going on and everything. The the game I was least surprised about the outcome on was probably the Michigan Iowa game. Honestly, I knew Iowa was 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 way outclassed. I knew Michigan was going to come in there to prove a point. Everybody, they were still there. Everybody thought they was going to lay an egg because they finally beat Ohio State and they thought they were just going to ride on that high. So everybody was counting them out. Not Harbaugh got them boys together, smacked them up. What was it, 42 to 3? Smacked them up 42 to 3. Ridiculous, bro. And I, never, I ain't never seen John Harbaugh run trick plays before that. That that shocked me. Yeah, that's what happens when you just go against a team that uh that's in a division that you can't handle. And the game that I, I I loved watching the most as a Florida fan, because I just, you know, my sister, a Georgia girl, so I was just laughing and laughing and laughing and just smiling. I was geeked. Is when Alabama, when Nick Saban pulled up to Atlanta and he looked at Kirby Smart and he said, are you still running my same defense from 2008, from 2011? <laughs> Kirby had nothing to say. Saban said, hey, Billy O'Brien, tell that little boy hold your beer. <laughs> and they went at Georgia, at Georgia. I'm talking about, oh, you guys want to stack the box? RPO, 15-yard, I mean, 15-yard uh, post route down the field. Jawan Williams puts the afterburners. The afterburners. I'm talking about, you can see, I don't know how, I don't know the resolution on your television. On my television, you can see when he started kicking up pellets, like rubber pellets that were in the floor, you can see, like, all right, when he started picking up speed, the pellets got a little bit darker <laughs> and everything. But, now it was beautiful just seeing Bryce Young, just just seeing that California kid just go down the field and just dissect them Georgia boys. Oh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. I love seeing Nick Saban smile. I love the fact that Georgia's trash quarterback stints in the fourth through the worst pick six I ever seen all year. Oh, my God, it was so Beautiful. Georgia couldn't stop a nosebleed. Oh my God! And then Georgia was so hyped. This is the best defense we ever seen in the college football in the in the BCS playoff era. We're talking about they're in an era where this is the offense is so spread out and wide open. It's it's sideline to sideline. They used to hold fifty two yards on the field, and, and 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 Georgia found a way to only let teams average six points a game, three point three yards, and less than. 330 total yards per game. It's the best defense we ever seen. And Nick Saban put up 41 points, 536 total yards of offense, and averaged damn near eight yards a play. 
Boy, that felt so good. And then for Nick Saban to remind Kirby Smart when he gave him a hug, to whisper in his ear, I'm still your daddy boy. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure he didn't tell him that. I'm still your daddy boy. But just imagine if Nick Saban walked up to him, I'm still your daddy boy. Yeah, that's what Jason Tatum does to Ben Simmons. No, that's what Jason Tatum does. Joel and B. He does that. Listen, I mean, you can ask yeah. Jason Tatum right now. One of the niggas he don't want to go up against is Ben Simmons. Y'all, y'all gonna stop disrespecting Ben Simmons like he's not a first team All Defensive uh, Player. <laughs> I yeah, meant y'all to say, stop. I meant, I meant to say Joel, man. Relax, my bad. Yeah, yeah I'm about to say, you know he owns he owns real estate in Joel Simmons and Joel and B's head. But no, Nick Saban owns houses in Athens, Georgia. Nick Saban has a, probably needs to get a street named after him called the What If Street. Georgia will probably have two national championships. Well, I know guaranteed they'll have one national championship right now if it wasn't for Nick Saban. Guaranteed. Who's your national championship to close it out? Because we are at hour 12. Who is your uh your prediction to uh, Oh no, we, we 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 still got another we still got another topic. We Gucci, we Gucci, we Gucci. But not to, uh Who's your prediction this, for the national championship? That Georgia loses in the first round. <laughs> I don't care as long as Georgia wins. I mean, as long as Georgia loses, bro, that's my na- that's the national championship for me right there. Adam Schefter just announced that. Um, just say breaking news. You breaking news? Adam, yeah. Adam Schefter says that um, Miami officially announces Cristobal as the head coach of the University of Miami. Matter of fact, we can. Matter of fact, let's talk about the coaching carousel that's transpired wrong that transpired on college football. I'm glad you said that because I literally tweeted about this last night. So they just posted that uh, a record was broken for uh, NCAA buyout contracts for coaches. $94.4 million was spent on universities buying out coaches from the current contract. Damn. 94.4, like... Like, let that sink in. The next time people say that student athletes don't need to get paid, just remember that $94.4 million was just handed out, was just recycled across the university landscape just, just to swap coaches. I just want people to start thinking about this stuff because people be like, these athletes are privileged. They just need to be happy to get an education. Listen, bro. These guys need to get like this NIL deal. Mm-mm, that's not cutting it for me. The universities need to give these guys a salary. And I don't give a damn if the lacrosse team doesn't get the same amount of money as the football team. The lacrosse team don't bring in shit. Exactly. And there's no slate of lacrosse players. But y'all know, I, I just found out y'all had your own professional league. I just found this out the other day. So I ain't who trying to watch it. Who the hell watches lacrosse? They, they actually have a nice following. So yeah. So with that being said, I'm gonna say it's, it's it's no disrespect, but the universities need to start paying these kids. That don't make no sense. I did a uh, senior exit on the Texas football team, and then this was back in 2010. 
if 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 the if the school had to pay a Texas football player a salary, it would be on the upwards of five hundred k per player, and that was back when that was over ten years ago. So just imagine how much the cost per player is now today. It got to be at least almost eight hundred k. Yeah, pay these kids. What you got next? All right, man. So th- th- this is so like I said to, to to go back on that. So university spend ninety four point four, right? So the the coach the, the wild wild west of coaching went crazy. So Michigan State was just like you know our head coach. This is this is his first year. He didn't win anything. He lost against Michigan. He lost against Ohio State. I believe he lost against Penn State. But, hey, you know what? No, matter of fact, he beat Penn State. But matter of fact, since you beat Penn State, we're going to give you a 10-year, $95 million extension, right? So then Penn State goes, well, damn, USC wants our coach. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hey, James, you're our favorite ball-headed guy. Stay with us. Here goes 10-year, $95 million extension, right? So I'm just like, God dang. Like why 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 are some of these guys getting paid? And then the shocker of the year, Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma to go to USC. Do you know what USC had to do to get Lincoln Riley there? So they saw. Man, what they bought? This is agent. Hey, uh, matter of fact, you be USC. I'm his agent. Just say okay after everything I say. Okay. Okay. Perfect. There we go. Hey, um. You want my you 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 want my client to represent your uh university, right? Okay. All right. Here we go. This is how we're gonna settle it down. I, I apologize. I don't have an Oklahoman accent. This is my southern voice. Um, we're just gonna pretend it's agent from Louisiana. Um, sir, um, my client can't get out the leases of his house. He has two mortgages down in Norman, Oklahoma. Are you willing to buy out? Those said uh, the said mortgages for his house so he can move to USC. Okay. All right. Perfect. Here we go. So also, we we won't accept retail price. Would do you mind paying five hundred thousand dollars over the the asking price? Okay. Perfect. You got the boosters for that. Also, real quick, um, since this is such short notice, we're not going to have time to hire a real estate team to look for him for a house. Do you mind providing a house for him, please? Okay. All right. Appreciate that. Hey, th- look how smooth these negotiations are going. Also, real quick, do you all? Can you also um? Can the house be worth about six million dollars? Okay. Oh, appreciate that. See, that's why I like doing business with guys like you. Also, real quick, I understand you have crazy alumni and they're willing to write checks and everything. I understand you got some famous, famous alumni friends. Will it be okay if my coach and his family can use the private jet anytime he wants? Okay. <laughs> it's that, that easy. Okay. Is that okay? Oh, oh, you know what? All right, sir. Can you um? Oh, also, 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 can we increase the budget for recruiting and get some new facilities too? Maybe start in maybe a five hundred million dollar facility renovation project going on, so we can so we can compete with Alabama. Okay. Oh, perfect. All right. We're just going to sign this dotted line. We appreciate that. Uh, my guy will be out there tomorrow. He just got to tell the boys that um, we at this motherfucker. Okay. That's literally how it went, right? So then USC does that with Lincoln Riley, right? Yeah. Then LSU goes, oh, 
You think you made a splash higher? Hold my beer. They go get Brian Kelly out of Notre Dame. I'm talking. And listen, I know Notre Dame's old, and a lot of you guys don't understand the mystique in uh, the mystique of Notre Dame. That is the only college university that has its that gets its game played on one network, NBC, with one of the craziest followings, some of the richest boosters, some of the craziest alumni. It's the Catholic capital of the world. So this is what people got to understand. When you're recruiting in Notre Dame, you don't just recruit all athletes. You're, you're more than likely going to other Catholic high schools and you're taking the top talent out of those Catholic high schools and just plugging them in Notre Dame because they already understand the Catholic lifestyle. Because, you know, Notre Dame's a Catholic school. You know what I'm saying? Religious Catholic school. And everything. So with that being said, you are the, the, the sole guy. You are the sole pipeline if you're at a Catholic High school, hey man, I I, I got to go play at Notre Dame because that's the pinnacle of that's the pinnacle of the pinnacle in the Catholic world in college football. I got to get there, so you're leaving that to go fight Nick Saban in the same year, same division. Is Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Lane Kiffin still there? You got the you got you got the Madman. I forgot his name from. Uh, you got Mike Leach still there, and you got Arkansas coming up. So you're so so you're LSU. You you sign you sign Brian Kelly to a hundred plus million dollars, and then the next day Brian Kelly comes to the football game and comes to the basketball arena. Brian Kelly is from Boston, Massachusetts. Brian Kelly is a Catholic, no other man who has lived in Ohio and has not been in the South at all, other than one day, and he talking like me, <laughs> right? So that just when we think that all the craziness has settled down and everything has transpired and we think that no other hell can break loose, this just in. Miami hires two head coaches. Yes, Yesterday, Sunday afternoon, Miami had two head coaches on the front helm of the program. They had Manny Diaz still there, and then they just hired Mario Cristobal. Because you know what? Mario Cristobal said, damn, y'all just hired Lincoln Riley? Well, everybody in the West Coast is going to go to USC now. I'm out. I'll at y'all. All right, Nike. All right, Phil Knight. Appreciate it. Your uniforms look good, but y'all suck. I'm out. And hey, look, the Hurricane's about to have some Nike uniforms in a minute. <laughs> Stop playing with you. You know how much money Adidas shell out? <laughs> Adidas got y'all wearing biodegradable uniforms. Y'all, y'all ain't gonna know where with Adidas. Yeah, listen, man. Until until y'all do right by Nike, y'all ain't gonna know where with Adidas, bro. We take that for a fact. But yes, it has been a crazy ass week, and I'm so glad we did overreaction Monday today. Cause you know why? Nobody cares about baseball because it's locked out. Ain't nobody watching that shit. Ain't nobody watching that shit. You know what? Can we acknowledge the simple fact that uh, after can we good evening to everybody that's listening on Pod Me? That's in the group chat. That's in the chat right now. I said almost a group chat. But can we acknowledge the fact? Can we acknowledge the simple fact that after Ben Roethlisberger retires this season, Tom Brady is going to be the last old quarterback standing? 
Hello, we got Roethlisberger, and he's gonna play until he's fifty. You still got Rodgers. No, I'm talking about like it, it, Brady was drafted first, and then Aaron Rodgers didn't come out the same draft as Eli and him, right? He, he came out the year after. He was 05. Big Ben was old. Big Ben and then was 04. Well, yeah, he's going to be like one of the two last quarterback, old quarterback standing. Can we acknowledge that fact? I mean, shit, when you eat an avocado ice cream and haven't had a carb since 1966. <laughs> so, some going work in your favor. And then my man's doing extreme yoga, getting extreme massages. Hey, it's working somehow. But nah, man, it's been a it's been a beautiful episode today, man. We had a this was a this was a really smooth episode, man. We starting to we starting to come together on this sugar honey iced tea. Yeah, man, we 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 came together on the in, in the redraft for like three picks in a row. This it, this is crazy. And this is the second podcast in the road. You ain't dropped the M bomb. I'm proud of you, dog. Well, I dropped it last week twice, but I didn't say it at all today. Hold on. America, my son just broke Charizard's foot. I'm trying not to spaz, but I'm just going to have to go buy another Charizard. He found my Charizard. At, uh, he found my little Charizard figurine. Mm-hmm. Broke broke the foot in less than two minutes, bro. Damn. Hey, look. It's been a good episode. We're going to holler at everybody December 12th. December twelfth. No, it before, then, before, before it, then. It may be before December twelfth, but the podcast yeah, December be, December twelfth to Sunday. Yeah, the episode will be dropping on December twelfth. I'm gonna drop yeah, the we're, we're gonna drop the episode on December twelfth. It's gonna be exclusively on YouTube. Um, so that way it'd be easier for people to like, share, subscribe since everybody stays on YouTube. Um, Xavier and Howard, everybody. Miami Dolphins. He is going to be pro. on the All Pro, the best corner in the league. He is going to be on the Hayes Experience exclusively. Exclusively, this you you can't get this anywhere else. Hey, yeah, as far as independent podcasts go, you can't get this anywhere else, man. Shout out to my boy Durag for making this happen with this. Trying to make moves, man. You know, I have I, I got some moves that. On my side, that I'm trying to make too, where we we planning something, man. We we, we planning a few things. Uh, Durag, drop your socials for everybody. So way everybody know where to follow you at. Hey man, follow me on the ground, Durag Dad One. Follow you can follow both my twitters if you want to. My personal page is King Josh Seven O Four on Twitter. My sports page is Durag Dad One on Twitter. Holla at me, man. I'm, I'm active and I always interact with people. So, man, don't feel shy if you want to talk shit or just simply chat it up or have a simple conversation with me, man. Just hit me up on it, man. Yeah. Uh, follow me, Red Hayes underscore 718 on Instagram, Red Hayes underscore 718 on Twitter. The Hayes Experience. Follow that. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's the same for both Instagram and Twitter. We also now have a gaming page on Instagram. So if you want to go check out some clips on Instagram, uh, follow it on Instagram. We'll follow you back. 
again, thehazeexperience.com if you want to get merch. Uh, we doing get your some- merch. Yeah, we, we we doing something real big. We 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 trying to uh. Trying to we trying to we trying to expand the brand, man. Uh, we got some deals coming up for Christmas also. So thehazeexperience.com. If you want to get you something for you, your lady, your mom, kid, anybody in your family for Christmas, clothes wise, uh, go ahead and do that. You could holler, you could check us out, check our Patreon page as well. The Haze Experience, everything is the same all across the board. Um, Pay for it. Pay for the oh, Patreon. Yeah. You're gonna hey look the exclusive the Patreon is gonna have exclusive episodes exclusive oh, episodes hey, that t- we can't not, we can't really stay on air. But if you want to catch that ep- if you want to catch the episodes that we have on the Patreon, we have a few episodes right now on the Patreon. So go to Patreon.com or download the Patreon app and type in the Haze Experience. Become a Patreon. Become a patron. And yeah, man. Hey, man! If y'all really want to know how Hayes feels about life, get on the Patreon because if Hayes really spoke his mind the way we need him to spoke speak his mind, our podcast will get canceled before it even gets a sponsor. Exactly. So please support the Patreon account if you want to hear Hayes be the Hayes off air. You will really want to sign up for that Patreon. You know, we might have to do some Patreon episodes on Podbean as well. No, we're going to have to, man. But, hey, man, we're going to holler at y'all. We appreciate y'all giving us a listen for the past hour, hour and some change. I love the fact that y'all vibe with us and everything, man. Hey, like you said, it's Durag Dad. We out. I got big guy. I get back on sun duty. Ain't that right, Deuce? Yeah, my son's sleepy, y'all. I got to put him to sleep. His eyes are all to the back of his head. So I'm out (laughs) at y'all, man. Dude, dude, you want to say anything to the people, cuz? You going to tell everybody bye-bye? Bye. Tell everybody bye-bye, gangster. Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. He said y'all only get one bye-bye, and that was it. (laughs) All right, nephew. All right. Take it easy, man. We'll holler at you, bro. All right.